In all the years I worked in television, I often ended up with media passes and free tickets to stuff, but think less like the Super Bowl and more Harlem Globetrotters and Elmo on ice. The tickets proved tough to give away, and the promoters would get very upset if great seats went unused, so quite often I ended up as the last-minute seat filler. Now, when friends or family didn't want to attend these shows with me, I had to find someone else to go to. At one particular show in Orlando, I was going to see Avenue Q, which is a risque Broadway performance put on by puppets. And I had to find someone to go with me. So the library is close to the Performing Arts Center. I went in there, and it didn't matter the floor. I couldn't find someone to see the show, though I was guaranteed to find a bum taking a BM in the bathroom. I was about to give up when I found a foreign exchange student on her way in. I asked if she wanted to see a Broadway show, and she said yes. That's the great thing about students studying abroad. They say yes to things. I gave her the ticket, and I was on my way. She came in about halfway through and had no idea what was happening. I wasn't really a fan of the performance either. Not too much on puppets, but I love Muppets. I think I've said it before. Those folk singing liberal puppets helped raise me, and I would be really far to the left too if I didn't also play with G.I. Joe. And that's what I want to talk about today, as well as the presidency, puppets, and the military as we flank right and start joshing around. When I was in high school, planning for later in life and maybe college, I thought about joining the military. I brought it up to my family when my grandfather, uncle, and father, who fought in World War II, Korea, and Vietnam, respectively, said no, that's not something I would be doing. Respecting my elders as I do, I moved on until later in my senior year, when wanting to skip class, I decided to take the ASVAB. Well, nothing ever came of this military aptitude test until a few years later, when I wanted to feel accepted, wanted and liked, so I stumbled into the recruiter's office, wherein the man told me, oh my, hey, have you ever thought about being a Navy SEAL? A Navy SEAL? No, I don't think I'm built for that. Oh, no, it takes more than brawn, he said. Yeah, it takes a recruiter who needs to hit his quota, apparently. In college, I hung out with some real Special Forces veterans. These guys were in the Air Force's Search and Rescue Division until they took an honorable discharge and got on the GI Bill. I met them in a film class of all places. There was a fat guy and a skinny guy. They loved hanging out, drinking beers, and smoking weed. The skinny guy had kept his helicopter helmet. It was just like the one from Top Gun, had a mask that would come over and strap on, and then a tube that would come down to help you breathe. They had a funnel that would fit into their bong. You could attach the tube to the bong and then <sighs> circulatory breathe in your weed. Yeah, it was great. You get too high, you just throw down the sunshade and relax. The fat guy, he gave great advice, told me one night he had to leave his girlfriend's house. He started an argument just to leave because he was gassy. Gas, he said, is the male equivalent of menstruation, except it comes with PMS every day. I don't like to talk much about the weather, but this wacky winter just won't end. It's late April, and I still can't comfortably swim in my pool. I don't want to boast, though, when most of the country is still suffering chilly conditions. I will say, though, this is what happens when someone new is manning the weather machine, especially when they're trying to prove a point about the hoax that is global warming. I've often mentioned how you should make your goals and aspirations into your usernames and passwords, so you have to focus on those goals often. I've also mentioned my penchant for politics, 
And you know I like to think things through. So long ago, I figured out exactly when I would turn 36, thus making me eligible to run for president. So all over the internet, my username is President2016. This was all well and good until about 18 months ago. And then the persona of my username shifted a little bit away from who I actually am. And it's made for awkward interactions online. That said, I'm the king of 4chan. Barbara Bush was laid to rest yesterday. And with that in mind, there were several stories circulating over the weekend about how great she truly was. One of my favorites came from when George W. Bush was visiting his parents during his presidency. He put his feet up on a coffee table at their home when his mom sternly told him, George... Get your feet off of my table. Now, his father, former President George Bush, said, The guy's president of the United States. Give him a break. When Barbara Bush said, No, he knows better. We should all be so lucky to have strong women in our lives. And that goes for sons and daughters and husbands as well. Here's to you, Barbara Bush. Here's to you. I'm not big on impressions, but I do a couple presidential impersonations. George Bush was the first I ever did. It's really just a Dana Carvey retread. Like, not gonna do it. No new taxes. I do his son, but it's just his laugh. Like, <laughs> my Barack Obama is just the rock in a suit. My Bill Clinton, though, is the best. This is, hey, it's me. Bill Clinton, you know, Slick Willie. My wife and I in 2016 for Halloween dressed up as Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. She wore the blue dress. I wore a red tie. Everybody thought that I was Donald Trump. That just shows how much he's co-opted the red tie. I do a great Donald Trump impression too, but that's just me using all caps on Twitter. The official tribute to the President of the United States of America is a song called Hail to the Chief. This hasn't always been a song, though, but instead verses from a poem penned by Sir Walter Scott titled The Lady of the Lake. In 1812, some of those verses were set to music, such as Hail to the Chief Who in Triumph Advances. Shortly thereafter, The Lady of the Lake play was born using some of these songs. The play found its way stateside in May of 1812, and Hail to the Chief proved to be a big hit. Its first association with a president occurred in 1815 when it was played to honor George Washington. Its first association with a living president, though, came in 1829 to honor President Andrew Jackson. Martin Van Buren used the song at his inauguration in 1837, and the second wife of President John Tyler requested the song to announce his arrival in the room. His successor... James Polk, well, his wife used the song in the same manner because it said James Polk was not an impressive figure, so some announcement was necessary to avoid the embarrassment of his entering a crowded room unnoticed, and with that, tradition was born. Under the term of Harry Truman, the Department of Defense made it the official tribute to the president, and with that I say, hell yeah. While I still hold out hope that the Marine Corps Band plays that song for me, it's the songs of Sesame Street that mean so much more. Those Muppets taught me to learn and grow, and now they're teaching my kids to count and spell as well. Here's one of my favorites. Ladybug's 
Did you catch that kazoo there at the end? There's a little mouth harp in there as well. The acoustic guitar gets going. It's just everything I love about life. I played it for my daughter today because they're going to have a teddy bear picnic at preschool this week, and I wanted her to be prepared. It wasn't until I heard it back again that I realized what a funky groove that counting song really had. And that's what I mean when I talk about those folk-singing liberal Muppets. But listening to the song a little more, they're not so liberal after all because the ladybugs go on to talk about the high price of furniture and rugs. They even talk about fire insurance for ladybugs. So it goes to show that those Muppets were trying to instill good values the whole way through. And that's why, Muppets, I thank you too for being my hand-operated cloth Barbara Bush. One thing I've asked of the Muppets, though, that I'm just not receiving is a Swedish chef cover of Beyonce's If I Were a Boy. Oh, but luckily, we've reached the term limits of this show. If I ever do ascend to the highest level in the land, though, I hope to be a Muppet of a man, and not just a puppet to one. And while I'm more likely to be a blue sea lion than a Navy SEAL, I still do my best to serve my country, whether machines are in control or not. So, the next time you've got gas, or just want to enjoy an audio picnic while you're skipping class, come on back, and we'll deploy another episode of Joshin' Around.